0: to find and prepare people for an end time Jesus, an end time time. If we're not ready for the end times, the Bible says, listen, we can go back to the last scripture. He said, I need them to understand to the children and the children to the father at least I can destroy the earth. So, you thought it was just about going to church. No, you thought it was just about your own personal holiness. He's saying there is something about the family structure, there's something about the heart of a father and their children, the people that are misunderstanding that what I'm doing and and, and, and why I'm doing the way I'm doing it, it has nothing to do with your personal salvation. It has to do with the, the interest of generational equity, not only in you, in your generation to come. God doesn't just think about individuals. He thinks generationally. Somebody say Generationally. Which means everything that's in you and in your house is coming through generations. I'm not just, when I speak to my son, I'm not speaking to him. I'm speaking to his generation. I'm speaking to his children. I'm speaking to his children's children. I'm speaking to my daughter. I'm not speaking to her. I'm speaking to her whole I'm speaking to her children and her children's children. you got to realize that everything that you do, you're not doing it only in self-indulgence. You're doing it in uh, towards a generation and a framework in your next generation. Generation. Are oh, y'all hearing what I'm saying? So I want to understand the spirit of Elisha. When he talks about the spirit of Elijah, the spirit of Elisha, he said, I want them to understand the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. Somebody say family. One of the things that we have misinterpreted and where I love to start because this is my band here is families. Somebody say families. Families. I love to go to conferences and speak and do this. One thing I'm learning though, if I inspire people to move forward in faith and they don't understand order that we're still misinterpreting God's divine design. If I provoke you to go further in your purpose further in your uh, career further in your money but i don't want under- to help you understand honor and integrity the way god ordered it i'm causing you to misalign what you're really called to be and become because nothing you're going to receive in this life towards your destiny or your purpose are- is going to be by and, and somebody say importation in fact, the Bible calls us to teach a people impartation. And the reason why I'm talking about this, I really wanted to go a different way with relationships. But I spoke at a conference field Friday night about impartation. And the Holy Spirit, I cannot get off of that. In fact, last night, I, if I text, I'm going to expose myself, I text my own apostle and said, you know, I'm sorry because I realize there's still some unsubmitted things that I do. And, listen to me. You can look at me and say, man, you do everything. No, no, no. There are some hard issues because of the pain of the past that still I'm not entrusting to him. Yeah. Come on, I'm going to get you there because if you don't misinterpret importation that was supposed to come in your house, you will never understand when it comes to his house. Oh Jesus! I, I, you know, I, I, that, I we got, it, we got. It. I want you to pray while we're talking about this, because if you don't understand, if you really miss, uh, misappropriate this point right here, you really miss what God is trying to do. That's why He leaves moratoriums on our growth. Not because you're not good enough, not because you don't have the right tools, not because you're not gifted. He leaves it there because of your honor mishaps in your life. Somebody say impartation So God named the family to be the first structure of in so turn to the next one for you. the Bible calls us in Revelation, He says, we are kings and priests unto God. somebody say kings and priests. One thing we have to understand is God commissioned parents to indoctrinate your children. You are supposed to raise up your children and the way they should what? Go. Jesus is the prophet, priest, and king to his church. The father is the prophet, priest, and king. The father is the prophet, the priest, king of his family. The prophet guards his home. priest guides his home. And the king governs his home. So what is he supposed to do? Guard, guide, and what? Govern. Say that with me. Guard, guide, and govern. Let's say that again. Guard, guide, and govern. And when you don't have a guard, a guide, and a govern, what you're looking for is a mishap in the family structure. And everything you see in the family structure that's broken, you're always going to find in the church structure that's broken. When you look at the rebellion in the body of Christ, it has nothing to do with what we think it has to do with. It has nothing to do with what we think it has to do with. When you look at the rebellion in the body of Christ, you will always, you can tell the tincture of a home. Yeah, the structure of a church will always define the structure of what's going on in the home. Because if a person don't learn honor, honor and respect in a home, how in the world are they going to honor and respect his house? In fact, a pastor is not a preacher, a deacon, not supposed to be preaching until they get their house in the order. He said, How in the world you're gonna teach the structure and the order that I have done for you to teach and preach and deliver if you can't even structure your own home. Yeah, I'm gonna say it today. We got people, children, and pastors, and the deacons, children running all crazy, and while their souls going to be going to hell. We're running to try to build churches and build structures. I'll shut doors down before I allow myself to allow people. To stop me from what's important in my house. Because it's the overflow of my house that gets to you. Yeah. Oh, oh, see, we live in this world. We, we, we're missing. It's the overflow of what you're already instructing in your house. That's why don't listen to me. I might stop you sometime to correct my children. Why? I need them to understand. And when they understand, now I can bring that on you. Don't be careful trying to submit on the people who can't govern their home. Wow. I talk to practice kids all the time, and it's a shame how we make excuses for them that yeah, their kids is a mess. Well, how in the world do you think he's going to teach you to be jewels? And I am, watch this, watch this, I am not saying they got to be perfect, but there is a structure. The Bible says if you really understand what training means and what indoctrinating means, they will not, watch this, depart from what you have done, which means whatever you're instituting in them, not by only outside arrangements, but inside arrangements. If you under, Listen, I should be able to check you and see if you understand the presence of God. And if you don't, every day after school, we're going to work on it. Forget my schedule. You are my schedule. Preach. Lord God. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Somebody say harder. So God said the home is the church is supposed to be a church within a church. Somebody say a church within a church. 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 Which means if you don't have church at your home, why are you trying to come here and do it? Oh, Jesus. I got to be careful. I'm at home. Bro. I got to be careful still. How in the world are you going to try to come have church here and you can't have it at your house? Fathers, I'm, it, I'm not going to be too hard. I love you. Y'all know I love you. I'm going to pull on you this morning. How in the world do you think you're going to try to set a temperature in your business, in your, uh, listen, in, in your church, in your ministry, and you can't set it at your house? The home is a church within a church, which means for me to impact the world, the kingdom within a kingdom, I have to impact my own kingdom. Yes, sir. Yes. Pastor, we're talking about relationship. Yes, we are. Yes, yeah. Wow. Because we, the reality of it is we <coughs> don't have relationship problems. We have garlic problems. Because where honor is misinstituted, the identity of what was supposed to be imparted will always cause the rebellion to turn into other things. Oh, y'all yeah, hear what I'm saying? So God is saying, I want you to understand Elijah came, he was supposed to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children, and the hearts of the children back to them. Father, because it's the father. Somebody say father. And you know what? This is so not popular today. People, you understand, we, we want, everybody want to be equal today. It's not the truth. Mm-hmm. Submission is submission. The Bible told the man to love his wife and told the woman to submit. In fact, the Bible said the man is the head. That don't mean by control. That means he understands that he needs to stay headed with Christ and she will follow based on Christ. I don't know what we're doing today because everybody's running their own show. And I understand it. Listen to me. This ain't a parade on you because most people can't teach it the way it needs to be taught. So the family structure for God to say, for what I want when I come back, the way this thing's supposed to be is, I want you to understand, Father's got to get in order. That's why the devil loved to get after that man. I'm gonna say, that's why he loved to get after that man. Because if you get after that man, no matter how happy, how independent that woman is, I will always keep, watch this, a binder, a, a breakage in the world where the man is not in place. Somebody says, it's my home. So because submission and honor was supposed to come through the home, impartation was supposed to come through the home. Somebody said, impartation. I want to talk about impartation. If you was at the meeting this week, you might have heard it, but you're going to hear it again. You cannot say you have your personal salvation by yourself. You didn't get it by yourself. Somebody's been praying for you. In fact, watch this. It's prideful to say that, that what, what you grow, to, you've done it yourself. Do you understand? See, there's uh, impartations that has happened to you. Some grandma was praying for you. Mama, and somebody's praying for you, a preacher. Somebody was praying for you. So we got to be careful taking credit for our growth. That's why God said, I want you to be careful about how prideful you get. Because it's a gift. I gave it to you. You can't get this by your work. It's a, somebody said it's a gift. Yeah. So how in the world you keep thinking what you do is what's giving you what you get? Why do you keep thinking what you do? And let me show you how God worked with me. See, this morning I was like, God, you know what? I didn't get, I, I didn't get the prayer. That, you know, to get. He said, "I want you. I want you to stop that. Listen, you're going to preach and you're going to learn how to lean and think." He said, "No, no, no, no. You, you're not going to slide down that pole, God." I'm going to teach you how to learn how to walk in faith with like a son. Yeah. Stand on your 2 fur feet. Speak my word. My word is powerful enough. I want you to believe in me. Don't believe in your worship. Don't believe in your belief. I want you to believe in me. See, see, the problem is we got to learn how to believe in him. Yeah. Yes, yes. So God is trying to instruct the family and says, listen, I want you to help them understand that whether there's a broken house, there will always be a broken community, and whether there's a broken community, there will always be a broken world. Which means we're so focused on be careful, uh, Pastor. We always so focused on Pigment we always so focus on ca- careers and opportunity what people doing and that's nothing to do with that if you understand what god instructed you to do in your home you will always just prosper out there if god is before us yes. Ooh. 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 Why do you keep telling people who's against you? It's a mentality dysfunction. If God is before you, don't tell me pigmented people got you stopped. No, 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 no. When God is with you, no man can stop you. I'm going to say that again. When God is with you, no man can stop you. Stop looking at the color of people's skin. Get out of those conversations. Tell them it's not so. It violates the Bible. Oh yes, it does. See, see, see people don't want to talk about that. It violates the principle of love. We all bleed red. I don't care. If they do the will of the Father, they are your brothers and sisters. I don't care. You can go who you want to go. I'm walking with Jesus. You can go whichever direction. I'm going with him. Because we run in that thing and we don't realize we're crucifying him. Yes. And we picked Barabbas. Good. And depending on what line you are, you, many people look at that different too. Yeah. But let me come out of that. We'll talk about the family. The home is the church within a church. Somebody say it's the home within a the, the, the church within a church. Which means I have to understand what the Spirit of God is doing in me for what's around and from that, it produces what I do in the will of God. Are you hear what I'm saying? So, importation is there to raise you up. You would never call, watch this, to try to design your own purpose. Your father was supposed to prophesy that to you. Turn to the next for me, please. These are the couple of things that you and your father are supposed to do. Somebody say, fathers. And this does not decline kind mothers. Of But the the, the priest of the home is supposed to sit, number one, spend time, equates value, express love, open to receive God's love. Which means if you're not vulnerable in God's presence, why are you asking your children to know his presence? I must say that one more time. If you can't be vulnerable in their face about God with you, why are you expecting them to be vulnerable about God in front of you? Somebody say vulnerability, which means your father and your mother are supposed to be vulnerable with God in their home. The majority of, of the problem we're having in the body of Christ is we're not understanding. The reason why a lot of times the people in our house run away from God when they leave the house is because the God that you showed them in the house. All right, y'all right? It's not going to a nation. See, see, what we have to stop doing, this is what we have to stop doing. Stop going into condemnation. This is what I want you to understand. You can't fix what you don't know. The problem with us, we make excuses, for people. With, I just don't. No, 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 no. It's I can honor you, but I need to know the lines. I honor that you did the best you could, but I need to know what's right and wrong. If I, if I continue to honor and don't say the truth, I'm going to continue to produce what's not the truth. So a man's supposed to speak the word of God. Somebody say, speak the word of God. Speaking the word of God over your children is supposed to give them the identity that they have and they need. Which means if you can't prophesy over your children, but you're trying to prophesy in your church. Oh, Jesus, help me this morning. <laughs> help me this morning, God. You're so quick to go and prophesy, and you are me. Those in your face need your voice. Because if you don't lead them with your voice, they're gonna be led by the voice outside. And, and, and we wonder why they pick up easily voices outside because it's not structured inside. <coughs> if you do not speak, now this goes both ways. Somebody say both ways. Most men think of the well. I, I didn't say anything to them. I, I didn't say anything wrong, so I'm good. No, 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 no. Either you instruct them, but even if you don't say nothing to them, that's still wrong. You think you can keep your mouth closed? No, 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 no. no. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't tell them nothing negative, but you didn't tell them nothing at all. It's still negative. You were called to be the priest and the prophet over your home. You are called not to release the dereliction of duty over your home. You need to be the priest and the prophet in the voice. I told you last time it is a rebellion, and it's not right to tell a child to find themselves. How many of y'all heard that before? Don't say it. You said it. Just say it. You heard it before. He just needs to find himself. How in the world is he going to find himself? In what? In fact, he probably did, and she probably did find herself. That's why she was where they at. The problem wasn't that they needed to find themselves. The problem was, you were supposed to help them into internally and prophesy themselves to where they're going. Somebody say prophesy. Are y'all getting this already? Which means, watch this, it is not all your fault of why you don't know where you're going. Generationally and especially in this culture, we have not addressed what's wrong with the house. We preach over, we preach on everything, but nobody talking about the house. When the house is what God said, I need a lot the spirit of Elijah to fix before I come. Somebody say change is coming. Change. So impartation is supposed to go from the father to the mother to the child to the child. When that child grows up, it goes from the head to the mother to the child to the child. When that child grows up and the blessing, was just, the blessing of the Lord rolls over. The generational blessing, not curse. The problem is, when parents don't understand generational blessing, they, watch this, they open a door to generational curse, And that rolls over from child to child. That's why My Jesus mom. said, I had to roll over seven generations from child to child based on your rebellion. Now, this is the good thing about what we don't understand about that scripture. Jesus said, I didn't want them to keep it. I'm really rolling it over. Where is it rolling to? But as it rolls, somebody got to learn how to obey God. And stop obeying generational altars. That's what we're going to get there. We got to learn how to obey God and stop obeying generational altars. I'm sorry you're offended. I honored you, but I got to live from what Jesus comes now. I got to follow you. Somebody follow Jesus. Hello, Jesus. It's going to be uncomfortable just a little bit, but we don't we don't get there. Amen. Jesus wants us to understand. I need your children to be honorable towards you, and you need to learn how to honor them. Somebody, say, importation. That's why. Be careful of trying to think you got salvation and all these spiritual gifts on yourself. You got it by imparting Patient. Some of you, I always say you're going so fast and you don't realize it. I can tell by what you say now, you didn't realize because you walked in the right door and based on what you heard on the laying on the heads, now you see what you didn't. You was, you was like, Saul so, open eyes but blind until you met a man of God that took the scales off of your be careful thinking you're getting where you're going by yourself. If you don't understand impartation, that's why dishonor uh, that violates me violates a man of God giving you another level up. Submit yourself to leave That's what your Bible said. Submit yourself, and in no time you will be what? Which means, sometimes, it's not even what you're doing. When you're going, watch this, God will accelerate what you don't even understand and what you don't even know. Because of the importation of the man of God, or the person that is already in that vein. Somebody's importation. When you understand, army, you receive gifts that you didn't pay for when you understand honor you receive revelation so you've been praying about blessings you Ah. receive more than just a blessing because the acceleration sometimes you can reach in the the realm there. just that's why God wanted the father to have realms in the spirit and understand certain things, and when he sees the son is prepared and the daughter is prepared, he said, Now, son, let me give you the keys to the car. Yes, it wasn't about just your age, it was about your maturity spiritually, mentally, emotionally, your character, your conduct. Your communication. I understand where you are, and you understand the lines of who he is. Somebody say, Impartation. Okay. Watch this. The problem we're having today, it is not you're not giving enough message. You're not understanding impartation. Wow. And because we kill people along the way, that God might be using to bring us to the next level and the next place. That's what Saul did. He was going to kill Christians. He he was passing out his business card. Y'all know I me. Mean, I'm, about to go, I'm on my way to kill these people. And, and God stopped him, threw him off his horse or whatever. He was on walking, whatever. And God said, listen, until you meet Ananias, you're not going to see. Sometimes you won't see until you meet the man of God that God has called you to align with. Somebody say, I'm getting in alignment. This is why you are never called to interpret your life by yourself. I don't care what motivational speaker told you how good it's good, and they make you make good money. Listen to me. You were never called to align your life by yourself. In fact, it's a danger to try to go in realms in the spirit without protection. What most of us don't understand, the reason why you don't have as much drama as you used to have, it has nothing to do with your prayer life now. It has to do with what align you align with the devil is a legalist, which means he understands jurisdiction. And he knows when you write the law, he knows those doors are wide open. I'm glad you're so holy, but you're not submitted in your heart. Good. Go ahead. Let me show you how you're not submitted. I like you see how you talk about the pastor when he leaves? You see how you try to manipulate it with your mind and the talk and walk and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, see, all, we all have to get that stuff out of it. I used to do it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. he, he ain't looking right to him. See, see we we have judgments and pre-judgments and all this stuff. And God said, "I don't mind that." You so still looking at the flesh. I see. I like this pastor because you know he like the, he sits down and he does it like this and he like, That has nothing to do with your development. Come on. I understand. I'm not preaching control. I'm not limiting. I'm trying to help you understand litigation of honor. And honor. And God is saying the church has gotten too loose and dishonor. We do what we want to do. But people got to run after us. Instead of when you hear the man of God, you say, I honor uh, No, no, no. He's not God. But I honor Because I know Not only what comes with that. Watch this. I'm also protected in that. And the children in your house are supposed to. But the spirit of rebellion. Watch this. We're going to the next phase. The spirit of rebellion and rejection (laughs) has gone wild. Watch this. Because Elijah. Somebody say Jezebel. Oh, let's talk about the spirit of Jezebel just for a second. The problem with us, we think Jezebel is just always perversion. It's not only perversion. The spirit of Jezebel came... Turn to the next one. I'm going to give you a It came to stop you from seeing and experiencing the power of God. I'm just reading. 1 Kings 19.20 And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Also he had... Executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent for the messenger of Elisha, saying, So let the gods do to me more also if I don't make uh, your life as the life of one uh, of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life and went to uh, uh, Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servants there. He did what? Left his servants there. But he himself went the day's journey in the wilderness and came, sat down a fruit tree, and he prayed that he might die. And said, "It is enough now. Watch this. The Lord take my life. Watch this. For I am no better than my what? I am no better than my what? My what? My what? Which means the king, the priest, the prophet." That was supposed to govern him. Didn't do what it was supposed to do with him. So he was following God. By himself. And because God was using him. He got to a point where it got to. And he said God you know what. I thought I was doing this thing. But you know I'm no better than the rest of my fathers. But let me stay in this broken place. Jezebel's spirit. To come to stop you. From walking in the purposes of life. That spirit of Jezebel came to stop you. Listen to me. Jezebel has nothing to do with women. It has everything to do with the spirit. And in fact, the spirit of Jezebel is running rapidly men today. And we're going to get to that. Jezebel came to stop you, the spirit of Elijah. What did Elijah come to do? Bring the hearts of the what? Fathers back to the children and the children back to what? When you don't have a prophetic Elijah spirit or, or understanding of what God really came to ordain, you're going to continue to allow Jezebel to lead and guide. And what Jezebel loves to do is control. Come on. Ah, you, you know why we're running rapid? It's the spirit of Jezebel that's running rapidly in whatever it is today. You know how we know? The spirit of control. Elisha was stuck in his mind under control. And when the spirit reigns and keep a person in their minds under control, watch this. They cannot produce. What they really need to produce. Now, God told Elijah to train up Elisha to continue on in his journey. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But how many of you know I don't want to stop to train somebody because I quit? No. <coughs> I, I want to make sure that I live out the full potential of who I am totally. Somebody say don't quit, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. You are gonna cross the bridge. Your parents might have stopped, but you're gonna cross it. Somebody say I'm gonna cross it. Your, your, your grandparents might have stopped, but you're gonna cross it. I, I I will not watch this, not dishonoring them, but I'm gonna I'm supposed to go. I want my son to go further than I I'm supposed to go further. I'm not supposed to cycle in the same stuff, in the same things. I always say this what parents play with, the children are going to pay with. And if we don't understand that you got to slay the devils in your life so they don't slay their life, you got to understand I got to come out of this thing. But where the hell and hot water, whether I'm crucified. No, 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 no. And it's one thing, it's about me. But it's another thing you want to give my children, it's another thing you want to give their children. We got to stop this. Somebody said, I got to stop this thing. Yeah, 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 I don't care what I got to do. I don't care what I got to submit. I got to stop this track. fatherlessness it's the root of the bitterness and abandonment of America today. And the good news is God didn't leave you there. Watch this. He said, where well, your father and your mother abandoned you, forsake you. That's what he means. Abandon you. Watch this. I will take care of you. Somebody says taking care of you. Which means, watch this. Now that you didn't have that, maybe you didn't have a father that spoke. Some of you didn't have a father at all. Some of them maybe died. Some of them maybe wasn't there. Where your father and your mother forsake you, I will take care. Care of you now. What God is saying, although you didn't have them, I'm going to align you in the body correctly. Where a father starts to train you, teach you, develop you into where you're supposed to go. But if you don't learn that this man of God is going to love you like a real father, he might tell you too, and it hurts sometimes. But he's not going to need you. But the problem is, the danger is you trying to leave him. Because you don't understand the spirit of rebellion. You know, some of the hardest things leaders have to deal with is going around the mountain for people who are not ready. You think you're, I want to know what's wrong with that. Because sometimes we have things working in us. That would draw up. Because watch this. When we had violations in our lives, watch this. There are vows that build walls. Somebody say vows build walls. Wow. Come on, say it. Vows build walls. The danger about vows is sometimes you don't even remember you made one, but you made one in your heart. Yeah. Ah, Sometimes, watch this. Because your heart failed because of what you don't understand or what you don't know, uh, something that was broken, something that was lost, your heart will fail. And if you're not careful, you will make a vow. I was sharing with my wife, and some of you haven't heard my story. Some of you did when, when I speak somewhere else. Uh, I, see, I I, was, I told my wife I was so vulnerable to women. When I first, you know, in high school, I come from Louisiana, we love hard. You know, that's my neighbor. We love hard. You know, we, we, we love really hard, especially we love our women really hard. When I say hard, we are oh, We are we, uh, oh, fighting. <laughs> you know what I'm I have a girlfriend in high school. I used to go, listen to me. If she wanted something, I had money now, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I had 40 cents lunch. For lunch. <laughs> Sometime it was free. All right? But if she wanted something, I will go to the middle. I'm from New Orleans. Remember, I hustled the 50 cents, the 75. I had $3. Like, you want a 100 plus? Me, I was, I'm hustling at the middle. You got 10 cents, you got five. You got, I made sure she got what she wanted. Need it and wanted the love was so expressively until my heart got broken. Amen. Come on. It's not always good a freshman trying to date a <laughs> I used to go with Google their eyes in the class, look at the window, say, oh, She's stunned so cute. <laughs> she's just so beautiful. <laughs> and then she'll look in the window and <laughs> Think about the innocence. Think about the innocence of what you're really supposed to be, and intimacy with your spouse, vulnerability at a whole different level. My children right now said they, they, they laugh when me and my wife do certain things. We do it on purpose for them to understand. That they're so ready to get married. I'm like, that's too young. Well, baby, I don't mind telling. We all married. We aren't. You get married? My son always googly eyes. Yeah, daddy, I'm just praying for my wife, (laughs) sir. But what we teach him the way it's supposed to be be, to not get infected the way it is. Come Come on. Because if you allow yourself to get violated by the perversion of relationships today. We live separately, in the same out. but we live separately, not vulnerably with each other. It's not real vulnerability. and It has nothing to do, watch this, with us starting per se. It has to do with what we were not instituting in the beginning. What was not important in the beginning. Somebody say in the beginning. So what God said, there are things are y'all getting this? <coughs> Did you see where we were we're aware so God said I understand that we have broken homes, broken relationships. And although you didn't have that, if you can learn, link it to me. I'm going to align you so much so with your brothers and sisters and fathers in the body that you're not missing anything. Somebody say I'm not missing anything. anything. So Jezebel, let's get here. Jezebel understands that if she keeps you out of, watch this, real honor and submission, you will not see, watch this, the manifestation that God really called you to operate in. It had nothing to do with your gift or your disobedience in yourself. It had everything to do with your disobedience in alignment with your leaders. I understand that was. Listen to me. There were illegitimate people who do illegitimate things. I do understand that. But we got to get to a place where we don't dishonor honor, and we don't dishonor honor. I sent a text last night. You know why? Because I had to backtrack. I was studying this. See, sometimes you study stuff and it tell you about oh, something. Jesus, you know before I can preach it. I, I stay right here because I, I realized I didn't realize how much I was still this. get off the phone. I'm still thinking. Well, boy, I still got a, <laughs> I still got a family. I still see what what happened is. Watch this. You you put that on when you was hurt three years ago from that pastor that you did everything for. And although your heart is okay that way, you don't realize it's still working somewhere in this way. See, let me tell you something. Sometimes there are depths of us we don't understand. Here. Stop thinking you're going to know everything. It won't be a deception if you knew everything. That's why God has to search you. God, I said God, God, you can't search yourself. God has to search you. That's why I said. No. Don't stop when God wants to speak to you. Sometimes I'll be in the kitchen and just something just hits me. I just go, yes. And when I do, I allow myself to do that thing. Why? Because I say, God, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to let myself go into that thing. Because sometimes God searches the heart and you don't know why that is hurting. But He's trying to get it out of you to heal you from where that comes from. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? And out of that, the anointing. Produces the power that gets you to free others. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So Elisha Was called somebody say Elisha Elisha was called to tear down altars Elijah was called to tear down what? Everybody listen to me You Listen to this. You never can tear down an altar where you don't have one. Mighty men, listen to me. Some men, listen to me. You will never tear down familial generational altars where you do not have one. It takes a spiritual altar to alter and tear down a spiritual altar. I wish somebody could get that. Yeah. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against what? Principalities and powers and uh, which means generationally. Some of us have strong men in our family, familiar lines. Iniquity, some of you deal with let's some of you deal with all kinds of perversions, you don't know what's working in you, is because grandfather opened the door. You didn't know that. But the perversion is rolling down, and you're like, Well, I'm always tempted, well, I always feel like it had nothing to do with it. You it has to do with maybe your dad didn't see it in you, or what was in him, and nobody stopped it. Yeah. Okay. The way my house runs is I say, I think we gotta pray more for this one has nothing to do with her. It has something to do, thank you. has something to do with what could be rolling. So when I do, while they sleep in the name of Jesus, I pray that no devil in hell will ever abuse, misuse, neglect this child in the name of Jesus. I place the blood of Jesus right now over her mind, every angel, every color. I lift her up right now. For her, generate tears come down. Why? What I'm doing is holding the holding pad, and when the devil wants to come in, that angel says, "No, no, no." Somebody's been praying for you. Somebody's been come interceding for you. You got to put it on your children. Don't leave them open for life. The problem with us is we had nobody to really set the way. Yeah, they did to an extent, but there's more in that. Somebody say there's some more. You pray over your children. You anoint them. You teach them. Forget them. Put your put your phone down. Preach. Turn the TV off. Sometimes no You ain't got time for that. The, listen to me. The devil is active. You ain't got time to be spending time in some certain this stuff. You listen to me. That's what's wrong with us. We're so focused. We're so blinded by what's going on in the world that we ain't got time for God because we don't know why we need Him to <laughs> And Jezebel is running rampant through, through the church, through for people's house, through for people's children because nobody's praying. I well, I do pray. No, you haven't broke through the second level. In fact, you don't even move anything until you get into a certain level of prayer. All right, Jesus. Jesus. You don't move. I'm going to say it again. You don't move anything until you go somewhere in the spirit into a certain level of prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're still telling God, I'm a child. you know God? And we're so used to us just meeting him where we met him, not knowing he's a God that moves. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that we're so used to meeting God where well, we met him. so for instance you was going through something and because you really gave all your heart that time and what you were going through God came the problem with trying to meet him where you met him is you're not going through that anymore mm-hmm. you moved in another level of faith Come on. so what we do is Because I don't understand this level of faith with you, God. We come back to what we used to go through. And we put on what we went through. Because because we met him there before, we don't know how to move into the next phase and mature in meeting him now. Because it's uncomfortable in the night. God is saying to you this morning, That I am a now God. You do not have to clap back into your old cycles, old patterns, old affections, old relationships, old things. Come on. You can come into the now with me. Somebody say, I'm coming to the now. Come on, say, I'm coming to the now. Come out of your pattern. Oh, God, I met you here. You got to meet me. Come on. See, what we think is we can force God to come meet us. (coughs) Mm -hmm. Wow. Tell my friends or shot a black cat, and see I know because I deal with the heart, I talk about the heart of God. I say, God, something wrong. I'm not I'm not breaking through. And he said, You know what the problem is? So you're thinking what you're saying is going to get me. And what I'm trying to train the body of Christ is not what you do, it's what I've already done. Yeah. And if ah get this, get this. If I can get them out of a religious law-based mentality and start praising me for what I've already done. Thank you. What I've already done, they won't have to struggle to try to watch this. Try to go pray. They'll learn how to be prayed. They'll learn how to just jump in God. I didn't come to try to please you this morning. I came to say thank you because you already pleased by me. You already pleased because you already you already done the work. What I thank you for is that you love me so much yeah. to have access to you. I got that have free. I, I don't have to go to budget. I don't gotta go to a priest, I don't gotta go through nobody, I don't gotta go through the pastor. I can meet you right here, right now, as long as I give all of you. Yes. Yeah. Somebody lift your hand and say, Thank you, Jesus. Come on. I, that, that's a thank God. Thank you. I, I have access to you, and I don't have to live by the law. We understood that thing right there. So Jezebel came. I got two minutes. Jesus. Jezebel came to stop you from becoming what you were created to become. The biggest thing I can put Jezebel to is this. He said, they love to have a form of godliness. See, the Jezebel spirit always faking stuff. <coughs> See, the spirit of Jezebel always calls people to try to fake godliness when they don't have to. And what they're really thinking is to shame. watch this, under the judgment tree of Elisha, because Jezebel is working on them. There's a spirit perversion There's no kids in here. Pornography. Those spirits are Jezebelic spirits. Listen to me, it's not one thing. That's what I'm trying to understand. This spirit is controlling, is domineering. And it comes to tell yourself what you can stay in. That's why you make vows. And what happens is on your altar, your altar have your pain that you keep lifting up. You keep lifting up your pain on the altar. That's what Elijah did. God, I can't do it because of. And the very thing that I called you to tear down is now you're lifting up. Wow. That's wow. I was abused. I was misused. I was neglected. You don't know. My father wasn't there He bagging us. So every time God is wanting to get you free, the spirit of Jezebel got you right back here. And what you've done here, you made so many vows. See, when I was brokenhearted in the high school relationship, that set the course of six years in my life. I, I won't even watch this because Grace had to cover it. Which means one hurt because set a vow that will cause you <laughs> exponential time in your life. Vow in your heart that you never trusted him. That's your altar. if we don't get after the spirit of Elizabeth in our life, even in our homes, you say why? In our homes. Because the roles have been flipped. Men are not taking charge anymore. We listen, watch this, watch this. We depend more on our lives than taking the leadership. Don't tell me it's not speech. Men don't have nothing to say anymore. I said, you, you got to say something. You you cannot not say anything. In fact, the reason why the women are lost because men are not saying it. They're not even knowing what they're supposed to be doing. And I'm not blaming them because they weren't imparted into who they were supposed to be. So by default, Responsible for what they, they don't even understand how to stand handle. Sometimes I'm scared out of my mind. I don't know what's next, but I gotta say something. Because you can't leave them in the dark. <clears throat> don't tell me you don't need God. How don't you need God? You can't do this in the flesh. That's why families are broken. But well, we so good because he got a good job. That's so good. But if he misinterpret the spiritual part, y'all still broken. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem with some of us. We got paid off, and we never had daddy and father and mother. We didn't have them the way we needed them because we got paid off. Good. We think because we bought them something, they don't need your your your, your present. They need you, and you be here. The Jezebel spirit causes people to leave their responsibility up to chance. It's called the dereliction of duty, which means you come out of your responsibility. Watch this: you give it spiritual language. I'm just praying for them. No, 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 no. Do you understand? This is your responsibility. Turn to the last scripture for me if you can. Jezebel calls slumber. Somebody say slumber. Slumber. Most of us are not so tired in our life because we just tired. You know baby. You You're tired because of the spirit of Jezebel. I'm always tired. You're not always tired. Listen to me. There's something going on. With who you call, where you call to, and there's a spirit that's stopping <coughs> you from where you're supposed to be at the moment. You keep thinking, see, sometimes when I'm tired, I'm like, God, this is a different type of time I understand the attack. Yes, yes. So, no, this this unusual. Not only that, I'm tired. My mind is racing. Yeah yeah i I said no we gotta pray something is wrong because first i'm on track now there's something that's causing me to go down yeah and then the thoughts are oh you know what i need to slow down and quit i need to and then you start taking responsibility for what you're supposed to Mm -hmm. so good! Wow. Reach. God called me this morning to deliver this house out of the spirits of psychos because Jezebel want to take you down. Wow. I'm always tired of falling asleep. I'm falling. You're not because vision is being tempered. Yeah. When you got vision and purpose, listen to me, it, is, it is energizes you. Yeah. When I know who I am and I know it, you don't stop me. Listen to me. Give me a cup of coffee. We're going. I took it over. I'm back up. Why? Because I see he endured because of what he saw. Yeah. Yeah. He endured because of what he saw. The reason why we're not enduring because Jezebel has closed our eyes. And keep us in tears, staying where we are. God said, I want to break it this morning. And this is what we're going to do. The first thing we're going to break it off is men. Because of men, don't come out of this spirit of unknowing. You're supposed to be decisive. Today, men are not decisive. Where are you going? Where your family going? I don't know. How in the world you You don't know? You got to know. They need you to know. How much are you praying? None. How can you? You can't do that. Family, I love you, but you can't do that. You leaving your family open to anything. The wife is not confused because the devil is out there. She's confused because nobody's standing on the altar. Wow. Dealing with those altars. If you don't have an altar, how are you going to deal with spiritual altars? You, Jezebel had an altar, and she's using it. And if a man don't have an altar in his home, how in the world are you going to tear down where you're not standing? Jesus. Wow. Better preach. Stop leaving it to her. Mm. Yeah. Teach. Teach. We just need encouragement. Uh, somebody, else was in Walmart just shopping with my children to take a responsibility. And this guy from high school in the group, he got. I'm like, why do you keep looking? And I'm tired. I'm serious. I didn't want to shop. I don't like shopping, but I had to take what care of responsibility. The kids gotta eat, so I got three kids. I even had a baby. I'm in this trouble. I got <laughs> baby's out be sloppy and everything, and then the other running, the other one, I didn't know. I need to And so I'm just, I'm just going taking responsibility. And the kid, before I leave, he said, hey, sir. He said, thank you. I said, thank you for what? He said, thank you for being an example. No, 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 no. Don't. That's not a clap for me. No, no. It's my responsibility. Yeah. Amen. And you're telling me that you haven't seen a man with his children in the store? Good. I, you don't know I started noticing, you know, I don't really see men doing this. Yeah, yeah. Is it that rare that Jezebel had us? Have we allowed we stand up with our mouth but we sit sitting down in our hearts? Jesus! Stop it! You're standing up with the head, but you lost here. You lost your manhood. You lost what you were supposed to construct. And the reason why women need power movements today because we are not moving. When I have problems in my relationship, I don't blame my wife. I look in the mirror and say, what are you doing? Are you loving her as Christ loved the church? That's right. But you don't understand. No, I understand. He told you to sacrifice yourself as I love her. I died. I took. Oh, all right. See I was there no matter what she did. Mm. Mm. That's right. That's right. I mean, he's there no matter what you do. doing. So tear up the papers. We're going to get through this. But we don't understand, because we've allowed the church to be filtered through the world. We make excuses about everything instead of coming to a with His word. That's right. Turn it up just a little bit. I want to do something that I shed on your feet. It's not nice Pastor moving a lot. The Lord spoke to me and said, Son, I want every man to come stand up here for me. And women, I want you to pray. because we can't get our house